Hi friends, welcome along. This is the Influence Podcast. If you're looking to inspire more people, have a positive impact on a global scale, build an influential and magnetic brand, and build a profitable business with your unique gifts and talents, then the Influence Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Jake Adam Davy, former high school French and Spanish teacher, turned international speaker, online business coach, and Instagram growth and monetization enthusiast. You can find tools, resources, and so much more on the website, jakeadamdavy.com. And you can also say hello on Instagram at jakeadamdavy. Please also, if you're enjoying the podcast, do feel free to leave a review. The more stars, the better, of course. But equally, if you're not enjoying it, you are still invited to leave a review. The one thing I would also ask is, of course, sharing is caring. So if you've listened to something or heard something in the podcast that you think you've enjoyed or would be useful and beneficial to other people, then please do hit that share button and pass it on to somebody that you know. I'd be so very, very grateful and so thankful if you did. Now let's dive into today's episode on the Influence Podcast. All right. Hello. Welcome along uh, and welcome to another episode of the Influence Podcast. I am super excited by today's episode. And this is going to be quite different to uh, episodes that we've done previously. But I, I've got no doubt that this will be highly valuable uh, at the same time. Well, of course, uh, that's why we're doing it. But um, there'll be great value for maybe a slightly different reason to um, previous episodes. Uh, firstly, in terms of raising awareness um, about a particular disease, which is why uh, I've got Fred with me today. But then secondly, to give action, actionable, clear, tangible, specific um, kind of steps that uh, not only uh, Fred, our guest today, can use, but also for the audience as well. So just before I, we go into that, let me, of course, give a, a quick intro to, to, to Fred. Um, so Fred has uh, or, or is the author of a book. This is Fred Diamond uh, is the author of a book, uh, Love, Hope, Lyme, What Family Members, Partners and Friends Who Have Chronic Lyme Survivor Need to Know. Uh, he doesn't have Lyme himself, but he wrote it uh, when he decided to learn more about what a loved one was going through. The book has been widely embraced by the Lyme and tick-borne illness community. Um, Fred, I am really pleased to have you with us. Uh, thanks so much for joining us on the show. Jake, I'm very excited to be here. Thank you so much. Awesome. Uh, Fred, we connected a, a couple of months ago um, through a, uh, a mastermind group that we're both a part of. Um, and I I was intrigued when you connected about using Instagram and such, and then very intrigued by your story and how all this came about. So just before we dive into the Instagram side, would you mind just giving a bit of context for the audience of, of why we're here and, and why we're going to be focusing on this today? Absolutely. So I'm based in Northern Virginia, right outside of Washington, D.C. and in, in the U.S., and my career, I run what's called the Institute for Excellence in Sales. So we're a, a member organization. We help employers attract, retain, motivate, and elevate top-tier talent uh, through programs. We have a global women in sales program that a lot of people are excited about. Uh, members of our organization, which we call partners or companies like Salesforce, Hilton, Amazon Web Services, typically large companies with large sales organizations. So most of my life, yeah, at least for the last 10 years, has been about you know, growing the business and you know, all those types of things that I'm sure a lot of your listeners are, can relate to. Uh, someone in my life had what's called Lyme disease. It's a tick-borne illness. Uh, the 
United States Centers for Disease Control estimates that close to a half a million people per year contract what's called Lyme disease. And it gets to a stage if it's not treated or if you didn't even know you had Lyme disease to what's called chronic Lyme disease. So I decided I needed to learn more about a particular person in my life, what they were going through, who was at the chronic stage. And I delved deep. I bought every book. I joined Facebook groups. I uh, called people who had uttered the word Lyme in the past to understand what this disease does to people. And it's, it's a very debilitating disease. Uh, Lyme, and there are people in the UK, there are people in Israel and Australia, all through the United States. A lot of people mistakenly think it's just a disease that is in the, uh, the New England area of the United States. It's actually named after a city called Lyme, Connecticut, which is where about 50 years ago, a lot of the first cases were found. When I decided to go deep into this, Jake, I decided that I learned that I, I personally, even though I had someone in my life who uh, was a survivor that I, I didn't know hardly anything, it shows up, it's called the great imitator. It shows up as arthritis, as um, uh, stress, anxiety, many, many things. And uh, a couple of things I learned, one is that uh, it's, in a lot of cases, it's discarded by the medical profession. There are people in the medical profession who don't believe it exists. So you would hear about, or I would read about patients who would go 10, 15, 20 years, will have seen 10, 15 doctors who would misdiagnose them. You have arthritis, you have uh, joint pain, you have uh, some type of psychological issue. And it got to the point where they would say, I don't think you have anything wrong with you. It's all in your head because we've done all these tests and we, we can't find anything. There are no good tests for Lyme disease. Fast forward, I wrote a book. I actually wrote a blog for an organization called LymeDisease.org, which I didn't know existed 18 months ago. And it was called How to Be Supportive When Your Partner Has Chronic Lyme Disease. And it got like thousands of downloads. And it was a very nice article that I wrote. It was very sensitive and got to know the people at LymeDisease.org. People started reaching out to me. Eventually, some people said, you know, you should expand this article into a book. So last August, I wrote two books. I published two books, I should say. One is called Insights for Sales Game Changers, which is based on my Sales Game Changers podcast. And it's a sales book, how you can get better at the art and science of B2B and professional sales. The same day, I published Love, Hope, Lyme, what family members, partners, and friends who love a chronic Lyme survivor need to know. The way I got to you was, you know, I'm a marketer by trade. So I was all over LinkedIn. I was all over Facebook. I got to be friends with people who run Facebook groups. And some of these groups have 20, 50,000 members who are looking for answers. And people said, you know, you need to be on Instagram and you need to do more videos and you need to do this, that, and the other thing. I must have gotten a hundred ideas because there was never a book written like this before. There's been a bunch of books written by doctors, people in the medical profession, or people that have gone through their battle with Lyme disease. As a matter of fact, even some celebrities, Tommy Hilfiger's daughter, Allie Hilfiger, is a Lyme disease survivor, and she wrote a firsthand personal book. Yolanda Hadid, who was on a TV show called The Housewives of Beverly Hills, she published a book, and they're all just tragic. What people go through with this, this disease is horrible. So I wrote my book, and again, people said, you got to understand, you got to be on Instagram. I was a not even a novice. I was a step below novice. And I reached out to people in my network and everybody said, you need to talk to Jake. Jake is the unfettered expert 
on Instagram. I reached out to you. You were very kind enough to reply back. And, and here we are. So I'm pretty decent on Facebook. I'm very good on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm really bad on Instagram. I started an account, Love Hope Lime. I don't know, maybe two months ago when I started getting this feedback. Uh, you could tell that I'm not that great at it because I'm following more people than are following me. So <laughs> that's got to be a telltale <laughs> sign that you need to improve your, your Instagram uh, presence. Yeah, no, that's all good. Well, I thank you so much, firstly, for giving uh, an overview and um, just sort of a background to, to, to why we're here today. Um, and I'm, yeah, um, appreciate you sharing that with everybody. And so that's a big part of what we're going to do on the session today uh, is really just look at how I personally would recommend best approaching Instagram. Um, and and as you've as you've said, you know that you know there's, there is an account there. Um, you put yourself one step before novice. Um, I don't know if I would do yourself that, that disservice. But the the good thing is, I think for anybody listening, is that if they feel just like I just need the absolute basics, let's just get back to basics. Let's make sure that I've got a plan, something that I can work from then I, I trust that this will be really, really valuable, um, irrespective of the business type or uh, if, it's a, if it's a book, if it's a course, if it's a program, if, there's, if it's purely just building a brand and building an audience, then I still want this to be valuable for people listening as well. And so let's kind of make this specifically uh, about your, um, your account at the moment. So I'm going to do my best to share the screen. My Wi-Fi may not love me sharing all the, the screen and the camera and everything, but let's do, let's see what we can do. Um, and so maybe just the easiest place to start uh i would always start with the the end in mind and so fred what's the what is the end goal here what are you really looking to achieve with this account now that's a great question by the way i feel like uh i'm on gordon ramsay's kitchen nightmares here you know i'm uh <laughs> you know, it's like i'm expecting a huge uh, wonderful transformation here from a, a place that's kind of kind of stodgy so it's really interesting again 18 months ago i had no even remnant thought of writing a book about Lyme disease, but the events of my life just, just took me there. And the book has been really well received. So I have two goals in, in for 2023, Jake, one is to grow my business, the Institute for Excellence in Sales. And we're doing great. We have a lot of great things going on and we're, we're knocking things out of the park with that. The Lyme disease book, um, I want that to become a standard in the Lyme world. There's you know, probably about 40 books that are out there. There are a couple. I want people, when someone says, how do I learn more about Lyme disease? I want people to say, well, you should read Horowitz's book. You should read Kindler's book. And you should definitely get your hands on Love, Hope, Lyme by Fred Diamond. Uh, people, you know, the response, Jake, has been, I'm not going to say it's been overwhelming, but it's been unbelievable. Uh, I, I, don't, I get people calling me a saint. Yesterday, I had two people on Reddit calling me a saint. It's nice to be called the saint. But that's yeah. not why I wrote the book. I wrote the book because it's. I learned that it's a community that is struggling. Relationships, the real reason I wrote the book is someone said to me, 75% of relationships when someone has chronic Lyme disease end in or are terminated. Mm. And 95% of those are usually by the spouse who is like, uh, you know, you're always in bed. You can't work anymore. This isn't what I bought off on. Uh, I was the other way around. I was very committed to somebody who had the disease. I want to help people understand what their partners are going through. And the reality is it's, I want to sell a lot of books, but it's not like I wrote a book that I on relationship building or 
sales prospecting that I just want to sell a lot. I want this in the hands of a lot of people because I've seen how much uh, struggle this particular community is going for. So I'm looking at various ways to uh, promote the book. So that's basically it. I'm not, I'm not making, I'm not going to be a consultant, you know, like, like a lot of nonfiction authors do. I'm not going to, I mean, I may speak at things, but the intent isn't to get speaking gigs. The intent is to, like I said, to, to bring some peace to a market that is definitely in need of it. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Um, and are you, um, when I look at the account at the moment, it's, it's Love Hope Lime. Uh, it's got the, um, I, what I anticipate is the, the profile picture is the um, book cover. Would yes. you wish to be the face of this? Would you prefer to be behind the scenes and have the brand and the, and the name as the, the face of this? Well, you know, it's, it's really interesting because here's another, and it's a great question. That's why I'm looking for your advice. Uh, one of the values, I'm, I'm going to be totally blunt about this. You know, I, I run an organization that's devoted to sales excellence, business to business and corporate sales excellence. And one of the things that we always talk about is conversations. You know, yeah. uh, all the great salespeople, the goal is really is to get to the next conversation. Everything we do is to be so valuable and so uh, helpful to your customer that you get to the next conversation. Jake, I get, I get people reaching out to me now. Um, obviously, people from the Lime community who have discovered it. And I get people who I'm connected to, you know, either LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever, or just life in general. I, I got probably three or four times a day, people making an introduction to a coworker or a friend. Wow. They found out that a coworker's mother has Lyme or, you know, a coworker's daughter-in-law or something like that. And they'll connect me and tell them about the book. But I've engaged with customers uh, and prospects that I've been trying to talk to for years that, you know, just didn't see all the value in what I was doing with the Institute for Excellence in Sales three of them in the last week <clears throat> that were on my pipeline reached out to me and said, what is this? What is your tie to Lyme? And, you know, we'll talk. And one of them said his son is 32. He has chronic Lyme. One of them said his wife has been chronic Lyme for years. Another said something very, very similar. Um, Jeb Blunt, who is the number one author of sales books over the last decade, uh, arguably the most successful author of sales books, with his company, Sales Gravy. I've known him for 10 years. We uh, were, you know, friendly-ish, you know, on social media. He reached out to me. He owns a farm in Georgia and he's been bitten by ticks dozens of times. He has seen the challenge with Lyme disease, reached out to me and said, I see you're posting this. I want to devote an episode of my podcast, his podcast, the Sales Gravy podcast, which is arguably one of the top five sales podcasts. And we just talked about Lyme disease, mm -hmm. two sales experts, two authors of sales books talking about Lyme disease. So the reason I answer it that way is it's, it's provided a reason for me to talk to prospects and genuine conversations, right? You know, it's, they've been touched by this. They have seen how it's, how it's really hurt somebody. Uh, and it's helped me with the business. Now, again, this isn't a, a ploy you know, I didn't write this to intrigue yeah, people, but, and it's, it's, this is one of the most authentic things uh, I've ever been involved with in my life. And mm -hmm. this has been one of the most, for the most part, transparent things. So that's a good yeah. question for you. That is a cover, the line book cover. Um, if you, 
you know, I do have another Instagram account, which I have never used. It's Fred Diamond, whatever. It has a picture of me. I might have posted two things years ago. Um, yeah. And I created Love, Hope, Lime. So, yeah, I'm curious on, on what your thought might be. Yeah. Um, well, so just th- just through that explanation, uh, it swung swung both ways, really. Um, into, or swung both ways in terms of which, which it could be. I think my, my overall thought at this stage is that if you're not looking to take it any further in terms of consulting or anything like that, I would make the book and the community the hero of the story. Um, but what I would do is I would use uh, what, what I would what, what are called um, story highlights or featured stories on your profile to tell your story and explain who you are. Um, and so to without wanting to lose um, move away too much from your account if i just give you an example of what i mean if you take a look on my profile here you'll see across the front we've got client wins boot camp praise podcast growth etc etc now behind each of these you've got um picture or video which tells a bit more of a story and so as the way that i would incorporate it we won't go there quite yet but the way i would incorporate you is i would actually have maybe either your picture or meet the founder or meet the writer meet the author and then you actually have a bit about your story and how you are showing up for other people. So, you know, I get invited to speak and this is how you can connect with me. Uh, I, this is a bit more about the business and such um, because people will naturally be drawn to that. And if it's positioned the right way, it would go in this kind of space around here. But if it's positioned the right way and you, you know, you have that set up the right way, immediately people, people will see that and they will click through and they will take action and, and go through and, and, and do that Does that make so sense? I, I didn't even know about that so so if you go back to yours what is what is that called that yeah. little strip there where you have the client wins boot camp praise yeah because i would there's so many ways i could I, I didn't even know that that line there even existed yeah so so this these are uh story highlights uh or they're called story highlights so stories on instagram work the same as they do in facebook they work the same as they do on most platforms um, it's a uh, certainly on these platforms it's vertical video it stays around for 24 hours on the platform and then they disappear however with this section here you can actually create permanent stories on your profile um, and so my suggestion would be that you that as part of this we'll give you kind of the full profile layout today um, but as part of that is that one of your story highlights at least is about you, you know, meet the author. Um, and, and, and of course, then you can link to other platforms. You, you know, you can link to your LinkedIn if you wish. You can link to um, uh, other, other platforms where you're, uh, you're a bit more established uh, in the sense of, you know, uh, positioning in the business and such. Um, but that will be my, 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 my recommendation there. You've, That's great. So with, with that in mind then, um, I wouldn't change the name of the account, uh, which is this part here. I would keep that exactly the same. Um, if we make the, the community, the heroes um, of the story, then we'll come back to that in just a moment. The, 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 the community, in my mind, would be the hero. The book is the vehicle that brings people together. Um, so with the profile picture, again, it, it's obvious when we kind of sit here and, and dissect it like this, but that's why it's good. 
Um, obviously, parts of it are cut off. We're missing certain sections and mm. such. And so what I would probably do is one of two things, is I would take the main logo um, and I would just shuffle it around with something like Canva or get some obviously uh, a team member or an outsourcer to do that and shuffle that around just so it fits in there a little bit more clearly. So that's the okay. first option. A tool like Canva will do that. Um, this thumbnail, it looks huge on this screen here because it's um, on the, the, like the big screen. But when somebody views it on their phone, it literally is the size of a thumbnail. So the, the text in here, what family members, partners and friends who love a chronic Lyme survivor need to know, that won't be legible. Yeah. Um, and so I would go either really big, bold graphic, say with the hearts, um, and then love, hope, Lyme above it or beneath it. Yeah. The other option that you could do, and again, I, I don't want to just contradict everything that we've just said, but the other option that you could do is you could be holding the book. So you could have, you know, a, a picture of you as the author where you literally are there, you know, holding up a copy of the book um, or something along those lines, which, which I think is equally powerful. Um, so that's the second, second thing I would, I would suggest. Um, next, your profile. So the, so the bio, which is this section here. So a couple of things I would recommend, again, you've, you've got, um, as, as I'm kind of sharing this, I should just emphasize for everybody listening as well, that, that Fred, you do have access to the Instagalactic membership. Right? So you, in terms of the click by click and the how to, you, you do have access to all of this and that, that will be, you know, valuable, uh, whether you or somebody else comes to implement these things for you, just in terms of how it's, it's done. Um, but with the with your the, your profile here in the bio section, which is this I've highlighted, just a couple of things I would recommend. Firstly, of course, you want to call out your ideal audience and explain what it's what it is. So I think the word community is there. Um, if you think about what the community wants, then my anticipation is that it's going to be it is going to be a sense of community. It's going to be a place where people can talk. It's going to be a place where people feel comfortable to come along and follow um and share their thoughts opinions meet other people um and in terms of the layout i well i would get all of those i would get that message across in one sense or another obviously i know you'll, you'll be comfortable with that yep. i would get that message across in terms of the layout you choose you can do it as kind of a full sentence or two or three sentences or you can do it as like bullet points, as you can see that I've got here with my profile, where those okay. things are literally spread out one, one line at a time. Um, one thing I would add to that, and then I'll give you, again, I'll just kind of see if you've got any questions. But one other thing I would add to that is when people view this on their phone, um, the whole bio doesn't always load. Quite yeah. often, it's just the first line. And so... The rest of it won't always load. It will just say something like see more. And then people have to press before more is revealed. And so what I would suggest here is that that you have your kind of standout headline about the book or about the message that you want. That needs to go on line one. It needs to go right at the start. Um, the wow factor, if that makes sense. Um, and then final thing, uh, before we I just kind of uh, come back to you and ask any questions, 
and clarity is that you have the option within your bio of creating a clickable link. Mm. So at the moment, the link that you got here has been added to the bio itself, but that link is not clickable. And so I would recommend just tidy that up. Um, use tiny, you know, tiny.cc um, or a bit.ly link, something like that, which redirects to. At the moment, it's redirecting to Amazon. And it purely depends on how far you want to go with this, right? Because obviously you you know the, the value of building a list and capturing data and such. If that's a route you wish to go down and then have more of a community feel off the platform, then you may want to go to a, a lead capture page. If not, uh, or and certainly in the short term, I would guide people towards um, Amazon where they can get a copy of the book um, as well. Quite, quite a lot I've just thrown at you there. So do you, do you have any questions or is there anything I can clarify for you so far? No, I mean, that's, that's great. So, uh, you know, as I'm thinking about this, I definitely need to change the logo, uh, which we'll do. I have, I have a team of people who can help with that. Uh, definitely need to make the bio more applicable towards, you know, what the book is and how they can get to it. Um, and I like the way your layout on your page was, was nice, crisp and clear. So yeah, that was great. You know, as I'm thinking about this, I think I threw this together like in one day, you know, <laughs> with the base, someone said, you got to be up at Instagram and went up there and just kind of quickly threw the pieces together. And uh, um, now I obviously now as you're going through, I mean, I, I, I knew that there was so much more yeah. that I could be doing, obviously, but you're making some, some great points here that I could easily clean up, you know, have someone on my team clean up today. Yeah. Uh, definitely the logo and definitely the descriptor there as well. Cool. Yeah, that sounds good. So from there, um, just a couple of other additional things, uh, which I, I will mention, is I, I'm a big fan of not reinventing the wheel. Like there's no, mm. no reason for us to reinvent the wheel here. And so I would spend or have somebody uh, in the team spend just a little bit of time um, looking at what I would class as market leaders. And in, in your instance, the market leader or leaders in this space would be who are people that have a book um in in this kind of genre if that makes sense so it's not it's not as you said non-fiction books where people are building into a coaching program and such um but can you identify people that have built us a, a real solid community or account around their book and you're probably looking for say three to eight accounts um ideally between ten thousand to a hundred thousand followers now mm. i'll caveat is saying i and again i don't i don't want to put a glass ceiling on here but i don't anticipate this is the type of account that's going to end up with tens of thousands of followers and i don't think it needs to i don't think that's i don't i don't think that's a problem like influencers in in some spaces will have millions of followers but you can have influencers in significantly smaller niches and a few thousand followers is a, is a big tribe you know yeah. um so those would just be, that would be one thing. And then the other thing I would mention is you use a phrase before that was interesting, uh, which was tie to lime, as in people explaining their tie to lime. Now, I don't know how appropriate it would be. Obviously, you know this better than I do. But one thing that helps you identify or helps, like people love to be part of a, uh, like a, 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 I use that word tribe. I don't love it, but part of a tribe, part of a community. And so 
the idea of people being able to share their story, I imagine is quite important for them. And so one thing that we did, I'll give you an example with one of our clients. So this is Pascal. Pascal is in a totally different niche, totally different space. He's a, he's a coach. Um, but the reason that I like what he's done, we sat down and we had to think about this. And he wanted his, one of the big things was that he just wanted people to feel comfortable asking him questions. And so we created a hashtag, which was called hash, which is hashtag ask Pask. So his clients could use that and his audience could use that if they wanted to ask him questions. And then he could basically pick up any messages that where people use that hashtag. And so what you could do is you could encourage people to use the hashtag tie to Lime or uh, something along those lines where they kind of get an opportunity to share their story about their tie to Lime. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's brilliant. In fact, it's interesting as you say that you're right. There's, there are some Facebook groups that have 20, 30,000, you know, people who are, uh, who, who have subscribed to them or who have liked them. Yeah. Uh, th there's two types of people I've found in this community. I'm interested in your thoughts on this. There are those who don't want anybody to know that they have this disease because it's, it's a mysterious disease. Uh, some people are embarrassed that they were bitten by a tick and this particular disease has, um, you know, cause them to not be able to work, to lose relationships, just to have, in some cases, a miserable life. And then there are others, and there are many who see it as their life's challenge, you know, and, and they want everybody to know. And it's one of the reasons why my book has been so well received is uh, most of those people are still discarded, you know, mm -hmm. by friends, family, the medical profession, you know, it's, uh, unlike cancer or another disease, not to minimize cancer, of course, but, you know, you could tell when somebody has cancer, right. Mm -hmm. And people rally around those people as, as they should. Right. Um, or some type of child who, or a child who has some type of, you know, uh, you know, growth disease or something uh, with Lyme, it's invisible. You can't, you can't look at somebody and say they have Lyme disease. Yeah. So it's interesting. There's been some people who have, have stood up um, and there are people who have told, you know, remarkable stories. So uh, one thing I'm also doing, Jake, is I'm interested in your thoughts on how Instagram will play with this. I have a podcast. It's called the Sales Game Changers podcast. We've had close to 2 million interactions. So I'm actually very good at, at podcasting, as are you, by the way. Uh, so I'm starting a podcast called the Love Hope Lime podcast. Uh, I'm interviewing people who have helped me with the book, typically people in the medical profession, there's a whole bunch of charities that have been created to support Lyme. I'm interviewing some of the heads of those charities, and I'm also interviewing some peer group leaders. It's going to be a 15 minute podcast. It's going to be really focused on, give me your advice for people who love a chronic Lyme survivor, right? We're going to be posting every two weeks. I'm anticipating 24 episodes and I've already recorded about a dozen of them. Uh, we'll see how it goes. If it goes really well, I'll, I'll continue it. Uh, I'm over 650 episodes of my sales podcast, but I'm, I'm trying to get customers through that typical yeah. type of a thing. Uh, how would a, a podcast play on Instagram? Yeah, um, great question. So I would, well, firstly, you've, you've, it all, I guess it all comes down to the purpose again. So as you said, you've got specific people in mind. It may be, uh, you know, 24 or 20 or so episodes um, that you mentioned. It may be more depending on, on the response. 
I, I, I think it depends on how far you take it and how far this goes, because then, you know, could it be the stage where people are coming on and talking about, as you say, their experience, like I say regular people, but, uh, you know, regular people who are picking up the book are maybe Lyme, um, people who have Lyme disease or people who are, um, who, who know somebody who has Lyme. Um, so you, this could go quite, I imagine that if you wanted it to, it could go quite a long way to people sharing their story. Um, to a degree but again how far would you want that to go obviously that 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 depends on on you and your involvement with regards to this i would come back to um leveraging the story highlights so i think in terms of your podcast this is where i would have that as one of your features so uh, it, it, if we, if we were to 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 kind of answer that question and then move on to the next stage I would be looking at for your story highlights. I would focus those around uh, you. So meet the author. I would have one which is uh, the book, how people can get hold of the book, what are some of the things that they'll learn in the book, etc. Um, kind of really showcasing the book. I would have one which is you could have the hashtag title line, and that might be where people, if they feel comfortable share their story uh or um for example um i would have the podcast and that would be a combination of obviously um through through those stories through through these sections here through these story highlights you can get people to to click on links and and um send them off 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 of instagram and so I think that's a perfect opportunity through through say like the podcast button that I've got here. You to do exactly the same. Take people off to the the episodes and they can go and listen to the show. Um, and then so you've got meet the author or or you know Fred. Uh, one section you've got the book is another. You've got title line is another where people share their stories. Um, you've got the podcast and then the, I guess you just then have to see where it goes because you might have partners. For example, you might suddenly have other. I can see, as you said, one thing you said right at the start, which is one of the most authentic things you've ever done, which is, I, I, I totally get that. Um, I think as the when you do that type of thing, as you say, that you suddenly all these people start coming to you when you wouldn't have even expected them to. And I actually think that therefore there may be some partners and other things that come in. So there might be an angle for an opportunity for that um, there as well. I'll just share one other thing about the podcast, which is depending on how the podcast is recorded, are you doing video and audio? Yes. Yeah, perfect. So again, I would I would encourage your um I will play these now just because you may be able to hear them, but certainly anybody listening won't. Um but but a number of these videos that you can see, say on the on, on my profile here, are me. Uh, on a podcast and sharing the screen and writing on, you know, and such. So I would definitely encourage, uh, however you decide to edit the podcast, that that, that becomes a po podcast and YouTube, are your main content pillars. And so um, you've got the podcast, I think then breaking that up into shorter clips um, and using it on Instagram is a, yeah, is a no brainer. For sure. Okay. Okay. Um, did you have, we'll, we'll take a look at content next. Uh, and then I think that's just in, uh, hopefully in terms of time, we'll, we'll be able to get that in. But did you have any, uh, any other 
sort of final questions on this section here with your what would be your story highlights no it's great and actually i'm excited to to hear some of your, your thoughts on content what's content is valuable up on instagram for what i'm looking to do and uh you know i just want to thank you so far i mean you've given me so many great ideas and i hope hope a lot of people are watching this uh <laughs> so that they can uh they can uh, utilize your services because you're you're brilliant at this so good for you thank you no i appreciate that um yeah we will we will definitely be sharing this um i think it's great so okay cool so content wise a couple of things that you've already done um is you've got your user generated content um so you the and again, just to paint the picture for anybody who is watching, but then also we'll have people listening as well. You, the, the best example of user-generated content on Instagram is GoPro. Um, you know, they, they GoPro create the cameras and then all of the users go and create the content. That, I mean, it couldn't be, couldn't be simpler. And so I, I would encourage, as, as well as the fact you've got all the people reading the book here, which looks great and kind of holding it up and such, which I love, I would definitely keep cycling that type of content as much user generated content as you can um, event, like, you know, carrying copies with you when you go to events and um, you know, meeting people and interviews, podcasts, shows, all those types of things, the more that you can get of that, the better. Um, I would also include um, testimonials and reviews. So you can repurpose any testimonials and reviews that you get from the podcast and of course from the book um, into your account. So I don't know if we've got any in our recent, we probably don't because we've just, um, a lot of this will be reels. I'm just wondering how many, I think we do. Um, but what, what you would, what oh, again, not necessarily you, but what somebody could, could well come in and do on your behalf with your content is to take quotes uh what people have said about the um the book about the podcast about the show and repurpose it in in these types of you know relatively nice looking content you know something like canva um as well would be a recommendation that's the second thing um now the third is the fastest way to grow the fastest way to grow right now on Instagram is with Instagram Reels. Um, Reels, the, sim like the simplest, simplest explanation, Reels equals short video. That's it. It's, it's short video, vertical video. I don't know where my phone is. Vertical video. Um, and it's been popularized, of course, by uh, TikTok, Instagram. It's now on Facebook. And it's also on YouTube Shorts. So there's 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 ultimately there's four different platforms where you by creating that vertical video there's four different platforms where you could then share that Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and uh, and YouTube Shorts. So to give you an idea of what that looks like, um, if you were to create those videos yourself, which you may choose to do, and again you I know you don't really want to be the face of the business, so you may wish to avoid that. Um, but face it, but it, you know, I know it's not all about you in that sense. So these types of videos that you can see on the screen here, that's it's the simplest way you can create it. I literally grab my phone, I stick it on my desk, I talk to my phone about one specific topic for, and these videos are probably 
six to 10 seconds long, no more. Um, so very, very short. And I'd, I'd recommend that you maybe go and take a look at some of these to give you an idea of what that, that format looks like. Now, the other option that you have, and again, I, 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 the, the priority here is to do it in a, um, a delicate way and an appropriate way for the audience. But the, the other way that I would approach it, and I think this is where you'll find it's a lot easier to maybe build a bit of momentum is by using other people's content and repurposing it um, on your account. So if I give a couple of examples, again, these aren't these, these won't necessarily be the, the best examples I could give, but if I just give a couple of examples from my own profile, let me just scroll down and see what we've got here. Okay, so a couple of examples, and again, you you will know how appropriate or not appropriate these might be. But this this particular video here, you know, we shared from our Instagram account, and it's it's nothing but a dog on the beach chasing a ball. Um, nothing to do with Instagram whatsoever, right? But we added a little caption over the top, again, just using Canva about what overthinking looks like. So that's one example. Another example here um, with some guy doing a ridiculous sort of dance in the middle of what I imagine is New York. Now, again, nothing to do with Instagram, but we have made it more about Instagram by just, you know, something like stepping into the weekend. It got a lot of engagement, got a lot of interaction, helps us attract more followers. Great. And so quite often we are interspersing our content with other people's. Mm -hmm. And so I guess my thought would be, if you were to do that, how do we select the type of content that, comes back to those things, which is it allows people and where they feel a sense of community, they feel a place where they can talk, they feel comfortable to follow, they feel that they could meet up with other people. Um, but maybe it's also a bit, as I said, lighthearted, but it, it adds maybe a bit of light relief at times as well. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so that's interesting as I'm thinking about this. Um, and obviously, you know, the the focus of the account is to bring awareness. I mean, one thing that people have said to me, Jake is thank you so much for bringing awareness. Cause um, that's one of the struggles is it's just people dismiss it or they don't understand and they don't really understand the repercussions. If you will, it's one of those things where it's like, you don't get it until you get it. Uh, yeah. Hopefully you or I, or any people in your family or your friends will never get this particular disease, but it wasn't until I began to study it that I really understood uh, the repercussions of it. So I guess what you're saying here is, you know, even though you're trying to promote yourself as, you know, an Instagram expert to help businesses grow using Instagram, uh, you also throw in a couple of things, maybe, I don't know, once every five, 10 or 15 posts that are just nothing really to do with, with your company and the services you provide, but it's just to enable, the, I guess, the power of Instagram to, to, get more followers to raise your engagement. So as I'm thinking about that, I'm thinking uh, every once in a while, for example, on the Facebook groups that are devoted to Lyme, typically it's people, since they're not getting a lot of support from the medical profession, they're asking each other for advice. You know, mm -hmm. uh, my feet are burning. Why is that? Or has anyone ever heard of this particular cure or something? And then you get 50, hundred people, you know, kind of chiming in. Every once in a while, you see someone 
making a joke, um, yeah. not about Lyme disease, but about life in general. Yeah. And then, you know, you see 100, 200 people chiming in like this made my day or something along those lines. So uh, I could see that. I think, I think, though, in the beginning, though, at least I, I, I'm thinking of all these ideas. You know, there's so many things I have in my book, uh, things that I learned. There's, there's got to be a thousand facts, right? Yeah. that I put into the 150 pages that, that I didn't know. Uh, and even, you know, one of my wrong presumptions was that everything I was writing about w- would be known by people who have chronic Lyme disease. Mm. Um, and then I've gotten people who've reached out to me and said, wow, thank you for promoting this. I'll give you an example. Uh, a lot of people get what's called flares, you know, where the Lyme emerges painfully during full moons and, people would always say, oh, oh no, a full moon is coming. Uh, and they thought it was the full moon right. that causes that. Well, in actuality, it's it's a four-week cycle where the parasites die and then grow. So I did some Facebook posts on that. I've gotten all these people reaching out and saying, oh, I didn't understand. That's why it's bad during the full moon. I thought it was something magical about the moon and gravitational pull. Yeah. So you know, I could see using the video, the six to nine second video that you said to just post all these like tips Definitely. and yeah, and to, to start building and, and growing. Yeah, that, that completely. Yeah. We've got, um, we've got, a, 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 there's a whole training on that that we have and it's, uh, I say a whole training. It, it's, it is actually very concise, um, which we, we share. It's called six second reel. So that's the exact mm. process. And, and what I would do, we, we talk about something in there called, um, uh, HTC, which is where you hook the audience in, you teach them something, and then you give a call to action. And I can anticipate that if you get the hook right around that video, it's people are naturally then going to going to want to watch that, and you get, can get that little teaching part in there as well. Um, I think the best delivery for that, without you going into um, trying. The, the the thing I'm trying to avoid, I guess, for your for you, but then also for the audience, is that that posts like like this, for example, not to knock our own, but it's not, it's okay. But if we just put up facts and things about Lyme, I think it's going to turn people off. Mm. And so, I I would genuinely think that you will get a lot more interaction and traction with this if it's as we showed before, face to camera you in there giving a specific kind of headline statement, something that grabs the attention, then you deliver that fact and then call to action, comment below. Did you know this? Have you suffered with this? Do you know something, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And all those things contribute then to the community, to the growth, to the engagement, to the, 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 the building and such, uh, which I think is, is invaluable. Um, Sorry. No, that's That's great advice. And I, as I'm locked, as I'm looking at your examples, uh, I have, this has been very interesting, the session here. Thank you so much again for, for taking me and, and hopefully uh, many, many listeners through this is, uh, you know, on the sales side, I have no problem, you know, presenting sales suggestions or whatever it might be. And on the Lyme side, first of all, you know, again, I'm new to it. Uh, you know, I have a ton of disclaimers in my book saying this is not a treatment book you know, go see a doctor. Uh, there must be a half a dozen places where I say, go see a doctor. But at the same time, Jake, I got people all over the globe who reach out to me asking me for advice because mm-hmm. I'm the first person who's not a medical practitioner or a survivor who's written 
on this particular topic. I literally get people three to four people a day at this particular point. And again, the book's only been out for four months. What do you think I should do? And my advice is always go see a doctor or I'll refer them to other resources that I've learned. But um, one thing that I'm seeing from this is I don't want to be shy to, you know, I, I used to joke, people say, what are your goals with the book? I said, well, uh, there's a celebrity in the U S I don't know if he's a global celebrity named Dr. Phil, you know, mm-hmm. who yeah. uh, I said, I don't want to be the Dr. Phil of Lyme disease. Um, but now that I've seen the misinformation, the lack of information in the marketplace, uh, when I did a, p- a Facebook post recently about the, the love hope Lyme podcast, uh, I got a whole bunch of people who chimed in and said, this will be such a valuable, uh, entity for the community. And this will help so many people. And the goal is to help people find peace. It's the way I explain things is my goal is to find peace. So I'm getting less and less. Well, I, I have recorded the podcast, which is similar to this. It's me and an expert. Uh, and that's going to be out there starting in March of 2023. So I could see that I should have no fear. And I'm curious on your thoughts on this. And I really have no fear in general about being on screen, et cetera, talking about sales or you know, life in general, relationships but I should also have no fear since I did publish the book. I am publishing a podcast. As I mentioned to you in the very beginning, the mission here is to get the book in the hands of people to bring peace. Yeah. 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 I think that's, um, I think that's great. I really do. Um, I, I'll just share two other things if I may, because um, yep. I'm, I'm conscious of time and I know we've, um, <laughs> we've, we've, we've uh, I, want, I just want to give you as much as possible. So, so two final things I would suggest then just on that. I, I think the video idea, idea is great leveraging everything in the book uh taking that and creating those short videos you've got access to as you mentioned facebook communities and um obviously i understand you want to tread appropriately by not you know going in and and bombarding those groups by saying come and follow me on instagram and such but at the same time if there will be a huge number of those people that use instagram and they just don't know about this account yet and so what i would recommend as well is that you use that group in two other ways. One is to listen. I'm sure you're already doing this, but listen to and watch the conversations that people have um, and then address those specifically in videos. So you can then share back to the videos. And this, the other thing I would do is once you've got, once what, there's no point in doing it yet because this isn't optimized yet. But once you've optimized with the things that we've talked about today, I would then go into the group maybe a bit more openly um, and, and just start to you know, actively bring people across and find ways that you can say ethically, but that you can bring people across to this because there's a big audience there, you know, and if there are certain ways that you could bring people across, um, you know, if they follow you, maybe they get a copy of the book or an e-copy of the book or something along those lines, or they come to an, like, an online meet or some, something like that, you know, you can, I'm sure you've got thoughts on that that massively incentivizes people to come and find you on Instagram. I think that will be a great addition as well. That's a great idea. And actually one thing I started doing was one of the challenges with, with Lyme is it really makes it difficult to work a job and chronic Lyme disease with the exception of, of certain, certain aspects of it are not covered by insurance. So uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's a market, it's a community that is challenged in those ways. I've made the PDF of the book, the e-version, I call it, available for free to Lyme survivors. And to be honest with you, I've done it for two reasons. One is I did it for the altruistic reason I just mentioned. And secondly, you know, it's a marketing ploy. Um, 
you know, one of, I think it was Seth Godin said, uh, you want to get 10,000 copies of the book out there in the marketplace, either physically purchased or distributed or sent to customers, whatever it might be. So yeah, there's, there is that offer, which is out there. The other thing too, is I'm looking to do some book signings this summer, the summer of 2023. And there's every state has like a Lyme disease association. So um, I've done a couple book signings already in various uh, Lyme organizations. And most of the people found me through Facebook, but I could always see, also see Instagram as a place to, I'm curious on your thoughts, is Instagram a place also to let people know, hey, I'm going to be in Provo, Utah, you know, signing books at the Utah Lyme Disease Association on June 25th. Here's the information. Absolutely. Yeah, I would do that in a couple of ways. Um, so let me just share this before we, before we wrap up, if that's okay. Yep. Um, I would do that in two ways. Uh, I would share it on your, uh, well, generally I would share it on your content. So most likely is real, uh, something that people can come back to. So you could even, you could even pin it as a post. So you are in a position where you can pin specific posts on Instagram. So if you have like a book signing tour and you have a tour with dates, I would pin that post um, and I would drive traction to it by getting people to comment when they've come to meet you or when they've read the book or if they're going to an event, you get a lot of engagement on that that particular post. Um, And then I would do maybe an update in your stories where you share a video or comments um, on a whether that's a daily basis, whether that's a weekly basis on where you are, where you're going, people that you're meeting, because you really want this to be like the, the, the place that captures everybody. So if you go and meet people there, I would anticipate, you know, depending on what it looks like, that you've got the Instagram, you've got the Facebook and such, you've got links to the book. Uh, inside the book, maybe you've got inserts, which goes to your social media so people can come back and collect, connect with you there. Um, and you're actively driving people to come and find you and connect with you on Instagram beyond those sessions, all of that combined plus everything else that we've talked about today will have a massive impact on the, the growth and results for this account. And I think once, once we've implemented all those, maybe we have a follow-up in the future and we can look at the, the part two and taking it to the next level. Well, Jake, I th- thank you so much. I mean, I, I want to just acknowledge you again, when uh, a bunch of my uh, new friends who have discovered the book said, wow, you're doing all this great stuff. You got to be up on Instagram. And, uh, uh, you know, as you could see, I was, like I said before, in the beginning of the show, below novice and uh, your name kept coming up, not just with JVMM, but in other places too. And I reached out to you and you very kindly agreed and what you've given me and hopefully, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of, of your subscribers today, just a nice crisp way to apply the stuff that you're talking about. Uh, I just want to acknowledge you for the help that you've brought to thousands of your clients to help them get seen right? And help them understand how to position themselves. So, so good for you and for all the work that you've done for so many people. Thank you, Fred. I appreciate that. And of course, big thanks to you as well for everything that you're doing here. Um, just, I, I, I'm sure, you know, as it wouldn't necessarily have been something you'd have expected to do a number of years ago, it's, but it's something that you've pursued um, wholly. Um, and I think it's absolutely remarkable the impact that it's had so far. And I hope that some of the things we shared today help it have a bigger impact um, in the future as well. So thank you so much for joining us. Uh, really appreciate it. Are there any final words or thoughts you want to leave the audience with just before we finish today? 
You know, the one thing that I, again, all the great tips and, and little strategies that I need to do and the tactics to make my Instagram present more. But the one thing I take away with this is in looking at your page is, you know, you just got to be out there. You know, if there's something that you're passionate about, if it's your business, if it's a cause, um, if it's, you know, uh, some type of, of social cause that has really struck you personally, you know, uh, Lyme disease, something happened in my life that caused me to want to, uh, to know more about how this particular disease impacts people. And you have to not be afraid to be out there. If it's writing a book, if it's writing an article, if it's creating an Instagram page, if it's creating a Facebook page, you know, I'm on LinkedIn every day talking about sales once a week. I just talk about Lyme disease and I've had, like I told you, it's, it's touched a lot of people. It's, it has helped me with my business. It led to a client. Uh, again, I didn't sit down when I created my marketing plan for 2022 and 2023 and said, okay, I'm going to be really deep into a disease with the goal of getting a yeah. client. You know, it's, it just led itself as you put yourself out there. And, you know, we use the word authentic before we talk about that all the time on my sales game changers podcast, vulnerability, empathy, authenticity. And I could see how authentic you are when we went to your page there. Uh, is it called a page or what, what is your Instagram? Yeah. Instagram page, Instagram profile. Yeah. yeah. And I saw how you were doing all these short videos, just getting a message across. And uh, my encouragement to people is, is you can't be afraid. You know, when I talk to people, when people say to me, how do I get better at sales? How do I grow my career? I say, you got to be out there. You got to let people know what you're doing. You got to understand the customer and then you got to present to the customer or to the group or to the industry that you're truly an expert and you become such an indispensable resource for them. So that's one of the, besides again, all the amazing takeaways that I'm going to start to implement as I watch this again, uh, first thing I'm going to do, of course, is get my logo repaired, but you know, the, you got to be out there people and you can't be afraid to be out there. And uh, if you're committed to something, you, you have to be committed to something. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think that's a perfect place for us to wrap up, but thank you, Fred, so much. Uh, I greatly appreciate your time. I certainly don't take it for granted. So thank you for joining us. Uh, I wish you every success. We will um, stay tuned for this as well. For everybody listening, uh, thank you for being with us. You can watch um, a version of this on our YouTube. This will go out in the next few weeks. And uh, you can go and check out uh, Fred's account, uh, Love Hope Lime, uh, on Instagram. So we'll link to that in the show notes for you as well. Fred, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. We'll speak to you all very soon. See you in the next episode. Bye for now. Hi, friends. Jake here again. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find links to anything that we've discussed, books, trainings, other podcasts, uh, anything currently that we're enjoying, you will find those in the show notes. Or you'll find it somewhere in and around all the information that you usually find in a podcast. And a reminder that if you'd like to know more about what I do, if you want more of tools, resources, any recommendations, readings, uh, free training, products and such, then you can find all of that on the website jakeadamdavy.com. Equally, if you want to come over and say hello, Instagram is always the best place and the account is at jakeadamdavy. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave us a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something or listened to something that you've enjoyed yourself and you think will be beneficial or useful to other people, 
please do pass that on. It would be very much appreciated. And as you know, when you get a recommendation from somebody that you trust, there really is nothing better. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay on mission, do something extraordinary for others, keep inspiring and keep growing your circle of influence. Goodbye. <laughs>